Welcome, everybody, to Uncle to Uncle, the first podcast to take place live from a king-size bed in beautiful hedonism, too. I'm your main host, Franklin, and as always, I'm joined by the coolest uncle of my whole world, Uncle Howard. Oh, Franklin, you know, we've had a good time here in hedonism, and uh, I know I've talked about how we need to maybe find new grounds sooner or later, and uh, I think sooner's... um, um, Probably the order of the day. It turns out theft is just as illegal in Jamaica as it is in the United States. No. Yeah. So uh, it's pretty unfair, but I'm in a little bit of trouble. Um, but I got a, I hired a lawyer, as a matter of fact. Um, he's here in the bed with us underneath the covers. going to pull down the covers and reveal him. Uh, here he is. Here's our lawyer. His name's Van. Wow, what a get for lawyerings and what have you. Van, welcome to Uncle I, I, ju- I just want to clarify, I, I do, law is a hobby. I'm not, uh, I'm not, I'm not certified by any bar or association in any uh, state or country. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I am happy to uh, give you non, um, non-official, non-binding advice on any legal or podcasting issues. Uh, but I just have to preface joke. that with... Uh, yeah. Well, if you can if you can represent yourself in a court of law, shouldn't you be able to represent mm-hmm. anybody else? No, in fact, that That's is the difference. Uh, that is not the case. <laughs> that is a very much not the case. That's uh, you know, this comes up actually. Uh, you know, if uh, if say you're incorporated as an LLC, mm. uh, you can't incor- you can't represent your LLC in court as yourself because you are not your LLC. You see, that's a separate legal person. You have to hire a lawyer. I don't know so about that. For a sole proprietor, you can represent yourself. But uh, as, a, as an LLC, uh, you, you cannot. So you got to be careful with that. You're going to rack up legal fees over there at uh, the Two Unks uh, Limited. <laughs> <laughs> Very limited, unfortunately. That's, that's kind of why we brought you here, big man, because we want to expand. Yeah. Look, I expansion. can get you guys from the low three figures up to the low four figures. That's what my goal is. Uh, by uh, by by in the next, I think in um, I think in three months I can do that. Okay, uh, low four I'm figures. Ten, I'm, I'm going to ten x ten x this podcast. <laughs> uh, so low four figures okay yeah. that's, now that's just a, I, I don't have any official rating information this was just a guess as to where you guys were starting mm-hmm. um no 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 yeah um, i keep that pretty under wraps here uh, nobody <laughs> but whatever that. like, the whatever personal. the listenership is uh be it the the uh the the low three figures be it the low six figures we're 10xing that's, that's right. the bottom line Ooh. all right mm. so if we were low three figures, 10 exit would put us at a low 30 figures, right? I think that, that you're, you're using the wrong mathematical base. Uh, base. I think you're trying to do this. Uh, base 10. I multiplied yeah. it by 10. Multiplying <laughs> by 10, man. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, you're not, uh, that's, you're, you're, you've got that a little bit off. But, uh, but yeah, we're getting you up there. Don't you so, worry. You can so count on we- me. We do appreciate it. And tell us, what have you been up to post BugCon now that, you know, kind of, kind of, I got to tell you, it took me, it took me, um, weeks to get my life back in order post BugCon. Uh, my Mm. office is still kind of a wreck, uh, with uh, just little pieces of BugCon here and there. 
Um, I did. Uh, I did inherit the giant monitor from BugCon, the forty-inch gaming <laughs> monitor that now is on my desk. Um, but uh, otherwise, it's it's only been trouble. Um, but I, um, you know, I started a. Uh, I started a new uh, a new full time gig uh, uh, doing uh, working for the minions. No uh, shit, those little yellow fellows. Yeah, uh, I'm familiar. I uh, I write for them. I you know I do I bring them their snacks, keep them stocked with bananas. Yeah, um, but uh, yeah, I've been working with them. Um, and uh, you know, I was down Florida way the other day over at Universal Studios. Uh, Not bad. You went to some real parks because I think. Uh, did you go to Disney at all? No, no. Just uh, no. it was a work trip, so I was at Universal. Uh, gotcha. But uh, yeah, it was uh, it was good to be back there. I got a, a nice look at the uh, the shell that used to be uh, the Blue Man Group, and prior to that was uh, Nickelodeon <laughs> Studios, and now it's just an empty blue building. <laughs> it looks like a school now. Yes, yeah, uh-huh. it's so depressing. It's so depressing. Yeah, I normally don't respond to like to those kind of like Facebook memes. Like this is what they did to the Nickelodeon Studios. I'm like, yeah, it was. It does look. Up. Uh, it does look look bad. Yeah, uh, it's not great. And it's just there's a fence around it. It really. Uh, <laughs> don't really over. sign of the times. There's no nostalgic value attached to this. Please don't hop over the fence. Please do not take any photos with it. It's kind of well, like yeah, it was the, nice. Uh, yeah, yeah, nice to uh, be uh, down there. Uh, I, I was nice. there, you know, before the hurricane destroyed half the state. Uh, yeah. I, I imagine uh, you're doing all right, though. Uh, we're down where you were, Franklin. Not my half. So yeah. I, <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I mean, look. I, I did send out a heartfelt message to any uh any buglings and slurpy fan members in the west coast of Florida that uh, there's plenty of available hotels in the uh, Ritz Carlton in Miami Beach, and then they should just get a room there instead of trying to survive a a horrible storm that you know devastating. I think that's smart. That's smart thinking. Smart thinking. Uh, good living. Better living. I've been to that uh, that Sanibel Island that got wrecked. Uh, mm. I, I dated a girl in college whose uh, family had a house there, and oh, yeah? uh, I I went and visited her there, and it went so badly that <laughs> in the, at the the airport uh, on the way leaving we broke up. Oh. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> on the connect in the connecting airport in the- at that like we had a lay we had a, like a layover so after the between the first and second flight we broke up now luckily we were taking different uh second yeah. flights or that would have been a rough flight <laughs> oh my oh. it doesn't sound like a it sounds like a rough flight in general but I- yeah it did not go well that was not a good trip if you had to break up with somebody on a vacation that's the best time to do it though it is. It is a good spot, right? You're like uh, you're paradise. You're, yeah, no, you're, you're right at the airport. The, you're in the airport. You're in the kind of a no no man's land. Anything goes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> this yeah. person's bothering me. Tell them to leave me alone. That's essentially yeah. what you have to do. Uh, it's like a demilitarized zone. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
But anyway, that's so I, I uh, pleasant memories of Sanibel Island. Yeah. Um, was it kind of middle of nowhere ish? I don't know that area. I don't. Yeah, it's area. like there's like, like a that. it's the middle of nowhere, and then there's like a crazy like Key West style bridge, but just along the coast mm-hmm. uh, to like a, a tiny beach island. Uh, at the time I had been, I don't remember what hurricane it was, but a thunderstorm had just destroyed it before. It's one of those places that just gets destroyed and rebuilt all the time. Yeah. They they just have... Because uh, it's know very low-lying. And... Have you seen those houses in Key West that are just like, ah, we just, just build them higher. Like, they have, like, yes, these, like, yes, pillars, yeah. and there's this empty space, and they're just like, ah, just build them higher. Yeah, yeah, you know? just keep them going up, keep going up. Yeah. Keep going up. Hey, as wow. the sea level rises, you just keep on building higher. That's the Get way to do it. Get a little underneath. Put some, you know, it's like fixing a, a crooked uh, table in a restaurant. Now, mm-hmm. Van, when you were at Sanibel Island, did you get to go to the Ding Darling? I, I did not refuge? go. Did not go to the Ding Darling Wildlife Refuge. I did go yeah. to um, a, a hamburger restaurant called Chee Burger Chee Burger. That's familiar. <laughs> I didn't have a cheeseburger, cheeseburger there, but uh, uh, I would have I wrote a, a moped. I wrote a moped as well. Uh, wiped oh, out man. on that bad boy too. Scraped my hands up. Oh, is, is that when you knew you had to break up, or is it before? That was involved. <laughs> it was not a, not not a reason. That God. was involved. Well, I think that's pretty good because I think like. Yeah, like better to break up with somebody th- then and there, I suppose. Than At the end of the out. vacation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Otherwise, you it's know. like, um, oh, what's well, the? Isn't there some movie where they break up right at the beginning of the vacation and they are, have to get back together? Isn't that, that sounds like a movie. That sounds like yeah. like eighty percent of the movies. Yeah, I it's believe like, Kumail is in this movie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Kumail right. did it. This is like a just before he was a superhero Kumail movie. Sounds true. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think it was him and uh, Issa Rae. I might mm. have been completely made that movie. Remember is that, that one? the plot of that movie? Yeah, they that break up. Be. I don't know what and happens. Then, and then they get kidnapped? They get kidnapped, sirs. Yeah, but maybe they don't go on vacation. Maybe they just get kidnapped. But a kidnapping is kind of like a vacation in a lot of it's ways. It's a sort of a vacation from your life. Yeah. That was a movie that got eaten right up by the uh, by the pandemic. It came out in May of 2020. Mm. Was that one of yeah that one? Yeah, was that maybe one of those? There were a couple of movies that like right at the start of the pandemic went to Netflix or to streaming, and everybody and like the people who made the movies were like, ah, too bad about that pandemic. You know, this would have of course <laughs> been number been one, <laughs> broken the records. See you later, Avatar. I, but I, I think like a boss. Just, was like right mm-hmm. before that's just that. too bad oh, it's like like a boss came out in january like oh yeah that pandemic they got De- us dead dead shot or blood blood shot or blood yeah blood blood, blood, I did, blood blood shot i never saw that i did see um i forget uh there's a ben affleck movie where he plays like a an alcoholic basketball coach yes. <laughs> and that yeah. was gonna go in theaters and went to streaming or to direct to on demand or whatever. And I did see an interview with him where he was like, look, I gotta be honest. I'm not, obviously I'm not happy about the pandemic, but I am so glad this happened to this movie. 
I was this move like you know I like the movie I love the movie but like I could feel it as it was coming up like people are not going to go and see this movie they're not going to go and see this movie and I was freaking out and then it was like it's just going to video and I was like oh my god this is the biggest relief in the world <laughs> it was such an honest interview with him oh my well, god that's I don't know Ed Harris was in it, and audiences flocked to Ed Harris. Hey, uh, Top Gun Maverick? Why do you think that did so much business? <laughs> Ed, Ed Harris. Harris. That plane yeah. flies right over him? That's one of the best shots. <laughs> I, w- I would make a movie where Ed Harris is wearing a big toupee, and an airplane flies over him, and his toupee flies off, and you see he's bald. <laughs> That's basically what happens in that shot. I, there is no toupee, but you you, you can't you imagine one as it happens. The flap it's is the somehow thing. still there. Uh, how yeah. does young Ed Harris look like? That seems like a forever old. He yeah. seems like a forever. I, I feel like he was like one of those guys who like went bald at seventeen. Mm-hmm. Now, now Ed Harris is also in the optional. So you know how Netflix changes the covers to movies, which I don't yes. think is illegal. But uh, there's two DVDs of uh, Cuba Gooding Jr.'s radio, and one has uh, the titular radio, and the other mm. has Ed Harris, who I guess is the coach of the football team. But anyways, he's on the cover of radio, and it's just him, even though he is not radio, which oh, I find something, to be... Yeah. yeah. Something I, I noticed. Yes, I agree. It's confusing when it's a titular title. Uh uh, something I noticed, and I don't know when this happened, but uh, Kevin Spacey is back <laughs> as yeah. the House of Cards thumbnail. Yeah. For a while, he went away, and it was the, that Doug character or the wife, and it was never him. And uh, lately, I'm getting him as the thumbnail again. So, I, wow. As far as I know, he's only gotten more guilty since uh, disappearing. <laughs> Um, but uh, yeah but it's uh, they the, the they've decided to slowly and quietly lift his thumbnail ban mm-hmm. yeah. horrible bosses they're just like which has like 50 <laughs> people in the cast you could have yep, you could find a good no, reason they're putting him on more things seven it's <laughs> just like, him it's only <laughs> him it's ruining the twist first of all yeah <laughs> he's in horrible bosses too for like only a few minutes and it's still put him back in the dvd cover they should they should do a cut of what was the movie where they took him out and put Christopher Plummer in all the money. In He's the world? that they've got him as the thumb for that too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the spacey cut where it's just yeah. they took out Christopher Plummer mm-hmm. and put him back in. Oh well. They you know, put he's they've got him for uh, for uh, for the sound of music instead of Christopher Plummer. They took him yeah. out and they put Spacey on there. You gotta get. You know, yeah. I don't I don't agree with what he's done, but you can't just take him out. So I I feel like it's kind of reparations for all the times they've taken him out of DVDs now. You know, so put him back in, put him back yeah. in a couple here. It's they I couldn't get into K Pax without him in it. So <laughs> I'm glad he's back. Pretty contingent on him. Shampoo um, see... got mad at me once actually for I when I posted the K Pax for premiere. Yeah. I, I posted something in that, like, uh, as night openings that I refuse to include uh, Kevin Spacey, despite the request by Shampoodler. <laughs> now, was that not, not a real request from him? Well, he requested the movie, ah. and I, 
Jack took the bold stance and said, wow. despite I think it's his implied death, with the request. Yes, I agree. Well, I don't know. I wanted to make sure that that I that you know I why, had nothing to do with that. Why would he request K-Pax with the understanding that you would have yeah, left yeah. this lead out of it? Oh, I just yes, want to see. I, Jeff think Bridges. I, I think it's totally fair. Yeah. I'm just saying I didn't want to include him, and I didn't include him despite Shampoo possibly possibly requesting him in it. Well, let me ask you, how did he look at the premiere? He's pretty generic. There's a few times where he, he wasn't looks like good. Ripped out? No. No. There's there's been a few times where like he is like all corduroyed out, and I'm yeah. just like, oh, that could be. Oh yeah, I can't. You know, like people get mad if I've posted like Donald Trump, and like somebody <laughs> somebody once responded because I think it was like Johnny Depp was in like one of these, and they're like, read the room, man. Have you even read the news? And it was like some trial. Well, first of all, like, Johnny Depp's back. Also, I'm seeing <laughs> yeah. those uh, Suavage commercials everywhere. Yes, uh, he plays a guitar. Yes, that's right. <laughs> um, also, just to comment on the Trump thing, uh, just to bring this to podcast to a full halt and talk about Donald Trump. Uh, I think that's unfair with somebody who always looks so ridiculous in every picture to to say it's a problem to post pictures of them. Yeah. <laughs> like, if, there's not a single picture of him ever taken where he doesn't look like complete buffoon, a still picture, no. especially a, like, outdated premiere picture. I'm sure he's in the You're... worst suit possible. He's making he's a so, hilariously so bad expression. Um, <laughs> glamorizing. He one and two. <laughs> Yeah, wholly inappropriate premiere for him to be at and everything. Yes, sure. Oh. Yeah. You're glamorizing this man in a four times too large suit whose arms hang out his side <laughs> like he's got above yeah. the waist paralysis. <laughs> yeah. He's uh, part of the reason that uh, I posted the, like, the, the Phantom Menace premiere and did so, you know. Mm-hmm. He, he didn't, he's not all bad, you know? He's part no. of the reason I now don't exist. Uh, mid-trial Johnny Depp? Sure, maybe. Is mm. that uh, is that is that iffy? Uh, <laughs> post-trial fully redeemed Johnny Depp? We even think his bad movies are good now? Yeah, <laughs> sure, post away. Um, he was... I, I, the judge said that Rum Punch is good, too. That was in there in the ruling. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Redemption for Mordecai and Transcendence. Johnny Depp has got to be one of the luckiest guys ever because people still think he's as much of a hunk as he was in the 80s, even though he's it's 40 years later and they're like, he's the hottest guy ever. I'm sorry, this is the area that Jackie Brown is based on. I apologize. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I talked over you uh, explaining my error correction. Oh, well, no, Rum Punch was... uh... Wasn't that the one that was uh, the Hunter S. Thompson novel? Rum Punch the is Rum a, yeah, that's a Elmore Leonard. No, it's a El, Rum oh. Punch is an Elmore oh. Leonard novel that Jackie Brown is based on. The Rum oh. Diaries. Rum Diaries. Hunter S. Thompson Rum. number. That's the Johnny Depp uh, bomb. Well, that man, is him we, and Amber Heard. I, yeah. On Uncle to Uncle, close enough is better than the truth. So you were yeah. good. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. Still that struggle session rules. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I uh, love those guys. I do. It is like I, I, the time I've only been on one time, and actually neither of the two hosts uh, uh, were the host at the time. It was uh, he who shall not be named was hosting. Uh, oh yeah, but, I don't know about that. I don't know enough. They're, they're, I know they used a to third. have a third host, and they don't I know anymore. That. And I, 
But anyway, I, yeah, I, I, I was guessing on that show. Please don't look it up. But uh, <laughs> it was just like uh, just things were just being said that were completely inaccurate. And I couldn't keep up with them. And they weren't things that were like offensive to me that were inaccurate. But it was just like the level of inaccuracy was <laughs> was, was, was very high. And it was they just say stuff like it was just like scientifically dogs can't be trained. Stuff like that. I, I mean, it, not that, but uh, you know, there's a little bit more of a focus on politics. But uh, but um, it was, uh, was uh, great. My episode was about Sonic the Hedgehog, but even still, they were getting the politics all wrong. <laughs> uh, he was like, uh, uh, Doctor Robotnik's always been kind of a Green Party guy. Yeah, that's not at all. He's yes, exactly. <laughs> Uh, a Green Party guy wouldn't turn animals into robots. Clearly, a compassionate conservative, uh, George <laughs> W. Bush, uh, Republican. Yeah, oh, Bush uh, era. Yes. Um, classic 2000s era neoconservative. We all know this about <laughs> Dr. Robotnik. Um, That's why he's bald. <laughs> Not very workers' rights, to put it lightly here. No. Well, yep. Dr. Robotnik didn't use any workers, though, really, did he? He was kind of a well, unless you man. consider his the enslaved animals inside of his uh, machinations. That's yeah. Well, but he built the machinations himself, right? Yes, but he they're powered by enslaved animals. Bootstraps podcasting. Bootstraps, self-made success story. Yeah, you know they right. always want to take down. Anybody who succeeds, it's it's well, disheartening. Look, speaking of success stories, let's uh, let's get into uh, Uncle to Uncle and how we are going to bring this podcast to the top of the charts. Um, I have some questions for you guys. Now I know you have a presentation uh, that you want to show me. Uh, would you like me to save my questions till the end? Um, would you like to do the presentation <laughs> first? How, how do you want to do this? I feel Let's the presentation. presentation will answer all of your questions. That's, that's mm-hmm. oh, look at okay, that. Way bet. to save time. Look at that. You know, time is money. Okay. Uncle Howard just put money in your pocket. How about that, huh? Yeah. All right. So you're let me free get to throw that money on the garbage. You're free to jump <laughs> off a bridge, but you'd be a fool to do either one. All right. So I hope you guys can see. Uh, uh, hold on. Let me get this up on the. Uh... All right, so got an expansion report here. We got the Trade Federation and uh, Newt Gunray for this will be available for everybody to uh, watch. So, by the way, so this is an audio format, but nonetheless, here. Oh, there goes my so, first note. But go ahead. <laughs> so you know we want to increase followers and listeners. You know we had a podcast birthday. We had mm-hmm. a lot of downloads, and we've got global listeners out there. It's not too bad. Now, hold on. If you could just hold on that slide for a second. Yeah. I'm seeing, uh, is that is that is that an all-time downloads achievement? It, no, yes and no. Yes and no. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm just curious because I was, was thinking about doing a math of four years and the day, how many days? How many days is four years? What is that? Three sixty-five times four. About mm-hmm. seventeen. And uh, anyway, go ahead. We can move on to the next one now. Fifty countries. That I like. That I like yeah, that's that. pretty good. Yeah, no, that's uh, and we got again. We got our personal objective. You know what we want here. Mm-hmm. Now it's about the market, and that is something we definitely understand, right, Uncle Howard? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. The bear bull. 
all the rest. We're watching Mad Money lately, so yeah. we have some big money ideas here, as you can see. Um, we have babies drinking margaritas. Uh, it's kind of a, a work in progress that we have. <laughs> um, Slater to Slater, where we're both uh, Christian Slater doing a whole episode. as uh, We both do excellent Christian Slater impersonations, and I think we could do a good 55 minutes on that alone. Do you mind uh, if I jump in for a second? Go ahead. Please. If I could just pitch uh, one Christian Slater and one Mario Lopez for Slater to Slater. <laughs> Slater. It will still qualify as a Slater. You are yeah. right. Yeah. Okay. That What's, is up? Still... What's up, fam bam? <laughs> yeah. got it. All right. I okay, got go it. on. All right. So our highest rated episode that gets the most engagement was the search for Joe Torres, where we looked for uh, a cast member <laughs> yes. from Hey Dude. Uh, this is about uh-huh. four years ago, but we still get res- we still get responses occasionally from rando Nickelodeon Twitter people that are just like, "Hey, no, they they the un- this guy solved the case. He goes to play pool at a bar in Arizona, and they play a clip of us making a phone call to this." Uh, what was it the Golden Nugget? Or the world it? famous Golden Nugget in Scottsdale, Arizona. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. figure we could go look for Joe Torres again and just kind of, you know, find him this time. Maybe play play him mm-hmm. in pool. Play, See how good yeah. he is. <laughs> See how good he is. Yeah, he played Danny on a uh, Hey Dude. You know, yeah, he was and the he native to... man. And he dealt with a I'm lot familiar. of if that's If you're trying to explain that to me, I'm on board. <laughs> if you're trying to explain it to the audience, that's a different story. Uh, uh, Mr. Ernst, I know. Ran the, the, barn on, the barn on ranch. He had a son, <laughs> Buddy. Uh, he had this mm-hmm. guy, Ted, who didn't graduate high school. Ugh, uh, ben Stiller's wife was in the show. Yeah. But not then. They weren't married. No, not so, yet. Not yet. But she knew. Ma- <clears throat> She might have married Joe Torres if he didn't quit the acting career to go play pool all day. I know. Well, that's uh, so what we got to find him to see if there's any sparks that we could reignite <laughs> yeah. here. Um, I have here MTV Spring Break Beach House. I'm not quite sure why that's that's, but I mean, it'd be nice to record from there. I think. Yeah, I there's a lot of bikinis there. That doesn't exist anymore, does it? But where does Matt yeah. Pinfield live, man? You tell me that. <laughs> Yeah. Do they? Where's, I mean, because they just show uh, Robin Big reruns on MTV, no, right? Or they show Fantasy ridiculousness. Factory. Oh, ridiculousness! Well, yeah. one of those shows. One yeah. of those uh, shows. Uh, a, a, a bad uh, uh, early two thousands. No. Next. Uh, I think MTV. I wanted to stop for a second. Yeah. Okay. Because I think. You're, you know, I'm looking at these two things on the on the same uh, the same slide here, mm-hmm. and I'm thinking MTV Spring Break, uh, some sort of MTV Spring Break retrospective, yeah, uh, or an MTV Spring Break. Uh, where are they now? Uh, okay. See, I think that I has like legs. That. Oh yeah, um, hey, yeah, it's got Johnny legs. You probably spent <laughs> some time there too. You yeah, I have a friend, uh, my, my friend Damien, who is, uh, he's a, uh, he's a family guy writer now, but, uh, he hosted a few MTV spring breaks. He was the host of, uh, TRL after Carson Daly, uh, really? Damien Fahey. Uh, I remember Damien. Yeah. So I, I got some, 
I, I got some spring break, uh, spring break connects. Nice. I can I, get you I, guys yeah. hunting down some leads. Now, I would like Carson Daly to apologize to Smash Mouth because during the live performance of All Star, you know, during the line of "Hey, now you're a rock star, get the show on, and get paid." Uh, Carson mm-hmm. got the mic and yelled, "Get laid!" Just over, over mm. Steve Marwell. So there's there's apologies in order. But well, who's still relevant in 2022? Carson Daly or the Smash Mouth song "All Star"? Hmm. Fucking All Star by far. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so clearly we got to we got to get into our audience now, and this is where it gets a little okay. muddy. Here, our audience is going to be one of my questions. They are in probably the lamest age group to be in, uh, the 30s. Which yeah, largely. Yeah, uh, they're wrestling fan or wrestling fan adjacent, meaning. They either are wrestling fans or they know uh, or their dorky friends watch wrestling. Mm-hmm. And this is the probably the worst circle, the absurdist comedy Twitter uh, people who learn about the show and expects mm-hmm. us to know what socialism and things we don't understand are. Yeah, and... guys who are talking about Bolivia. Mm, yeah. And, I, I would almost argue these last three categories are, are the same, aren't they? That, that was kind of a redundant <laughs> yeah. redundancy I, I would, there. Yeah, well, in case you needed us to paint a picture, the last three categories are absurdist comedy Twitter, bird brains, and cucks. So yeah. that's spot on. I, I would like to get in a little deeper with actual cucks because I feel like those guys have a lot of money to spend not on their wife. So maybe more on us. That's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so we want to try to get the we we want to corner the cuck market. You know, mm, they need something to yeah. listen to on that on that uh hotel Lonely. chair by themselves. <laughs> yeah, when they're out for a drive at night by themselves, dude, just killing time. <laughs> uh, we do have expansion strategies, and that's kind of your basic clickbait type trailers. We I took notes. Can, I, can you go back to the chat. go back to that pre- go back to that previous slide? Could I yeah. get? Could you read these out loud for me for, for the yes. for the people at home? Okay, so expansion strategies. We'll, we agree we'll be on more shows as a duo. Uh, we'll feature more guests, even though we're, we're typically, I'm typically more anti-guest than Howard is. Um, video trailers that include funny moments. Again, it's, those are very tough to find because our, our, our comedy stems from more nuance. It's, very, it's more Matthew Perry hmm than, you know, then laugh out like a Brad Garrett laugh out loud kind of comedy. Yeah, we're, we're more like a, you know that what was that show with uh, that fella that uh, Bugman did the impersonations of where he's a, he lives in an attic or something? You gotta watch like 20 of those episodes. Arrested Development? The there it is, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You gotta watch a bunch of those before you know what's going on. That's kind of like That's us. what we are. That's what yeah. we are. We're, uh, we're the attic man. <laughs> We are definitely the Jeffrey Tambor of podcasts, is what yeah. Uncle Howard's saying. Yeah. Uh, except we have our hair. Um, <laughs> and that's the only thing we don't have in common. Okay. So, live streams on Twitch. I learned Twitch recently. It's pretty good. Yeah. I can do that. Okay. That's really good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we have some Darman type trailer examples. I saw you told that to Jack once in a meeting. I'm like, oh, let's do that. So, you know, I got some, you know, clickbait things. I have one of uh, if Daredevil can find the G spot because he's visually impaired and I mean, he's he got radar. 
He's got radar, but I don't think he's going to find it. Bing, 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 bing. Yeah. We're thinking of some clickbait stuff, you know? Yeah. What happens These are the great, era of sexy rope? Thank you. Thank you. We have uh, one of Undertaker, you know, kind of like hinting if he soils himself or not. And uh, Deep Roy. Yeah. Van, have you ever worked with Deep Roy? This is off uh, topic. I, I, don't, I don't believe I have. No. Oh, uh, you'd remember. I would imagine. Well, sometimes I work on things that uh, oh, yeah. uh, have voiceover sure. stuff, and so I, it's uh, I, I, you know, and I, I, I bet he's done a voiceover before. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, sometimes I can't be sure, but yeah. I don't believe I've worked with the with the man himself, yeah. Uncle Howard. Now, now I'm starting to like what I'm seeing here. Yeah. Now, now you're getting into out. it here. Yeah. Yeah. So All you're right. seeing here. Uncle Howard's plan for business. Now, Howard, you can kind of take over this here. Yeah, so this um, is kind of a, you know, this is, the, the uncle-to-uncle brand is an ethos that drives energy and vibes. That's it's right. A, it's a, a vibrant ecosystem that's granular and yet cohesive. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. So let me try to get this going here because you there know, is... Yeah, Hold there's on, an audio-visual right component to this. There's an audio-visual, and, and I think I, I, I would hope it plays here, but I think you're going to yeah. like what you hear once yeah. we get it. Uh, we get you know, this is, this is the thing where we're trying to say we want authenticity, but we also want, uh, you know, to drive into new markets. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I hope you can hear that. Yeah, you hear that? No? Mm-hmm. Oh, I hear it. You must like the sound of that, though, right? All right. So, oh, that's the prettiest song I've ever heard, brother. Mm-hmm. So, Howard, do you want to continue here on some of the? Uh... Yeah. So we, you know, every every great pyramid was built on a foundation, and some of the best foundations are the Four Millionaires account on Instagram. Mm. who he looks to inspiration from Cillian Murphy, the, the peaky blinder himself. So we've got some advice from here. Mm-hmm. Uh, th- these mm-hmm. are things that we've taken, we've internalized them. And in turn, we hope to, we internalize to in turn realize uh, <laughs> profits. So we, we've got the first one here. Now this is from that movie where, uh, where they say they have the curse words all the time. It says sit with winners. The conversation is different. So we've been, doing you know, that. I want to just jump in. I do like this. I like this four millionaires interpretation of that film that you're supposed to think the Matthew McConaughey character, uh, who I believe uh, right after this scene uh, is a uh, unemployed, coke addicted Wall Street former trader uh, no, is a winner. He, he was drinking all those martinis, brother. That's a winner where I mm-hmm. come from. Yeah. He also taught Leo to do the thing where he goes, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, that's creepy, man. Shockingly, that bad. was a improvisation <laughs> from McConaughey. Shockingly, yeah. that was something this is he, what he does to, to warm role. up for scenes. <laughs> it's how he warms up for scenes. <laughs> man, what I wouldn't give to be on that movie where McConaughey's in the virtual reality and he's warming up doing that. Then uh, we got this fella here. I think this is uh, uh, maybe it's, uh, it's like a Voldemort. Columbo type. 
Yeah, it's okay. Colin Bauer, Voldemort. And he says, smart people know when to play stupid. Now, see, that's I smart. think you'll see that. That's us, basically. Yeah, that's, you know, you, you just give them enough to reel themselves in. And mm. then then finally, we got this little creep here, the scarecrow. And he's saying, I love listening to lies when I know the truth. So, see, what we're saying here is we're shrewd. We're not going to let anybody trick us. And we got these millionaire success habits as well. Yeah. So we every day, all these here, but yeah. yeah, but we've been doing this every day. We've all been mm-hmm. drinking four L's of water. Oh, I love them. Yeah, we've been right. We've, we've been visualizing for ten minutes, and, and the others, you know, are on the table. Yeah, uh, and then also we've definitely been sacrificing a few years of partying. We, we did that for the 2020, 2021. We That's sacrificed right, years before, of partying. Yeah. yeah now we decades. haven't read it for 30 minutes. We haven't read for 30 minutes. That one. No, I nor have we invested 10% of our total. I, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We've read for 30 minutes total. I was again, reading. Again, let's, let's not. It's not something we get into legal trouble for, but yeah. yeah. I read something really good the other day. It said Briar's ice cream. Buy one, get one free. Oh, That's good. <laughs> took you close to 30 minutes to read that sure yeah. uh, and, and we could tag party freaks on that advice of yeah. sacrificing yeah uh, they, so, they recommend it yeah we've been working with party freaks pretty closely <laughs> yeah so here you got the oppenheim uh group the the oppenheim brothers mm-hmm. maybe uh mm-hmm. i don't know if you're familiar with them van but these guys they do real estate in the selling sunset and they're just the coolest guys yep. mm-hmm. yeah they're they're i mean there's what we pattern uh, again, this is Uncle Howard stuff, so yeah, you could, yeah. Uh, luxury vehicles, mm-hmm. yeah. beautiful, beautiful vehicles mm-hmm. like the Dan Bilzerian, mm-hmm. a Lamborghini, mm-hmm. a watch. Marcel are... from Friends is on top of Dan Bilzerian <laughs> in that photo. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Dan Bilzerian has Marcel, he knows all that... the ladies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and when you think about Friends, yeah, it's a show that made a lot of money and mm-hmm. it had a lot of fans. That had probably had four mm-hmm. figures of fans a week. Definitely. Yeah. And here you got the team. This is the team that gets it done here. So uh, myself, you have, I mean, he's not on the team. It's a fictional character, but it'd be sick to have him on the team, right? Like Howard Hamlin. That's a yeah. great lawyer. Mm-hmm. We have Uncle Howard, distinguished, you know. And then, again, new gun rate. Again, not a real thing, but. Would be cool to have that kind of money and just that kind of class. Is this kind of what we're putting out now? Would he bring those energy? other two guys in the picture? Uh, he 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 on with those guys, those <laughs> attendants. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Lot Dodd and Company. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. We, it's just it's more of a vibe thing. And now potential investors, could it be you? Yeah. How yeah. about would it be for have your name on there, Van? On the on, did I, you know, did I just find myself in a. In a timeshare presentation by accident? <laughs> well, I'm just saying. Classic Florida it... timeshare presentation? <laughs> I'm just saying, imagine making the investment of a lifetime and and you get your name up there with the Howard Hamblins. Again, I know these aren't real people necessarily, but they're real winners, you know, yeah. if that makes sense. Harry Hamlin. Money. Mm-hmm. Yep. Look at oh that money must smell awfully good, Van. Look at Vince. Yeah, he's he's taking a good sniff. You all we all want a whiff of that. Yeah. Look that and we're a big magnet that's sucking up cash from investors, mm-hmm. from angel investors, mm-hmm. from venture capitalists. 
adventure capitalists, yeah. advertising capitalists. So what do you think? So what do you think? I mean, I mean, I think you kind of got all your questions answered, well, basically. Well, I will say, you know, uh, Harry Hammond and I use the same car wash on Ventura. So that did sell me on, uh, on it. Um, nice. So I, I have uh, I have one thing that stood out to me um, mm-hmm. the most from that presentation. Oh boy! Uh, well, two things. One, um, the uh, just uh, the injustice of misidentifying that whoever was in that middle photograph is Columbo. Uh, that <laughs> well, was not I mean, Columbo, it, far from Columbo. Columbo's type figure. Columbo. I'm not figure. a Columbo type yeah. figure at all. Not at all. Smoking. Columbo is a a. Colombo is this sort of a uh, man of the people, rumpled, uh, raincoat wearing, uh, cigar smoking. Uh, he is not a, uh, a a fancy hat wearing, pipe smoking Robert Mitchum type like that you were showing there. He's um, nothing but a cop so, where I come from. I, yeah, I just wanna, uh, I'm sorry, uh, ACAB, did you learn that from Struggle Session? Because that's what we stand by. <laughs> Um, I have, um, you know, there's, uh, required by California law. I have to post, uh, here in my office cause I have an employee. I have to post all the emergency services numbers. Yeah. Um, and, uh, on there under the police, it just says, uh, a cab call the fire department. <laughs> That's what's on my poster. <laughs> I don't know so. if they're going to solve the crimes, but yeah. Yeah. Hey, I found I just, a dead body. I better call take... the fire department. Yeah, you know. Sorry, right. I hear you, fellas. <laughs> mm. right, no, I don't know. Who does the drops? The two, the entire hour. They're they really killing okay. it. Okay. Well, well, hold on a second here. We're typically drop crazy, but you know, we 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 were in business mode here because we are the cream of the crop. Yeah. That's okay. All right. I like All that right. one. Yeah. Um, okay. So the thing that I kind of, um, you know, I, we're all about expansion here, but I felt like you guys were a little negative in the audience portion um, because here's the thing. If you're looking for a cool audience, get out of podcasting. What? what? Why? There is no yeah. cool audiences in podcasting. Oh, yeah. Tell that to, to uh, Paul and Young Ron on Big 105. You think their fans are a bunch of nerds? That's terrestrial radio, my friends. Those, that's as okay. cool as it well, gets. Okay. We're talking <laughs> yeah. uh, well, okay. day laborers, construction guys. We're <laughs> yeah. talking truck drivers. Okay. That's where well. it's at. You're getting dishwashing uh, millennials on, is who you're getting listening to podcasts. Uh, Ouch. But uh, I think you got to lean into accepting who your audience is. Oh, I'm getting sick. Okay. Now, look, you can expand out from there, okay? But that's – your base is your base. Now, look, I got to tell you, look, these, these, uh, these fans of absurdist comedy – Mm-hmm. I deal with these people all the time. Uh, you, you, that's not where you want to expand. Uh, <laughs> no, no, we don't know shit about politics. They're as um, they're as persnickety as they are broke, uh, and so that's not a helpful demo. 
You know what not I say when cool I say cool guys days. in their mid thirties, however. The, yeah. These not cool guys in their mid thirties. Mm-hmm. This is the demographic with the highest disposable income. They don't have kids. No. They can't get a girlfriend. Do you realize oh. the cost savings of that every week? <laughs> Where that is money to spend on uncle to uncle t-shirts, coasters, mugs, keychains, fuzzy dice. Uh, that that's uh, that's 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 money, baby. Uh, All right. So I, I would say, like, uh, you know, that's that's a place to lean in, and then um, you know. Wrestling adjacent is true about your show and your content. Um, uh, and I think a very good way. Um, first of all, I think that's an underappreciated audience, the wrestling audience. I think that is, um, you know, uh, at the most basic level, I would say, um, you know, people will decry the uh, wrestling audience as um, uh, unsophisticated. Um, on, on this notion that, um, that, uh, don't these, uh, these fools realize that wrestling isn't real. Okay. And, and what I would say, what I would say is unlike the, the fool making that critical statement, uh, your average wrestling fan is simply able to hold multiple ideas in their head at one time. Uh, it is actually a, a very astute and attuned audience um, who's able to appreciate the complex layering of uh, fiction and reality, um, physical prowess and exaggeration that is wrestling. Um, so I actually think it's a very intelligent audience. Um, I also think wrestling is very funny, and I think that it's a good comedy audience. Um, wrestling people tend to have a sense of humor. Um, uh, <laughs> some of the wrestlers, not so much. <laughs> um, uh, but the audience, um, uh, as opposed to these absurdist comedy Twitter people who I don't know when they found anything funny. They scare me. Uh, <laughs> they scare me. They sound like you sound like you've been drinking this early in the morning. Bro. When I see when I go on Twitter and I see somebody just sounding off here, I get scared. Yeah, when I see them, you know what I say? I say what. That's typically what I say as well. Now, I don't use Reddit because uh, I have some run-ins there with the Doughboys toxic fan base. Uh, mm. But uh, someone showed me a, uh, a Reddit post uh, from this week uh, that was uh, a question of have the Doughboys um, had any diabetic guests on? <laughs> oh. And... Uh, so I, I texted that to uh, to the boys themselves, and I, mm. I said, uh, uh, "If uh, pre-diabetic counts, you guys have two on the show every week." Um, <laughs> but uh, uh, but then I also said that this will be their excuse uh, for not having me on for another five years. They, they have to <laughs> mix up the insulin levels uh, wait, wait, a little what, more. What fan base was this? Uh, this is the Doughboys. Uh, you may be familiar with it. It's uh, Mike Their Mitchell and Nick Weiger. 
No, I know. Uh, yeah, they, have, fan they have a uh, they have a toxic fan base, um, ah, but uh, that's why yes. I'm not on Reddit uh, uh, because well, they ran you know. me off. Uh, mm-hmm. But uh, but uh, there, there was some, there was some concern that there was not enough uh, uh, medical diversity yes. in their uh, <laughs> podcast guests. Um, so you're saying we should get some more diabetics on our show? That's what I. That's what my pitch <laughs> is. Uh, no, but um, I, I would just say I, I think you're smart to not. Uh, Try to attract more of that uh, audience. They, uh, they, the next thing you know, you're gonna uh, run up a, a ten thousand dollar bill for having uh, uh, Emilio Estevez <laughs> on. <laughs> uh, They're all rapists. Not Emilio. Um, no. Well, this would be a new, a new, a new reason. You know, this is it. <laughs> but uh, to your listeners who don't know. Um, uh, Rob Lowe, a man who uh, is on uh, a new nationally televised TV show every year, uh, has his own uh, two weekly podcasts that have no trouble whatsoever, uh, guested on the Doughboys and their fans through such a fit that they uh, had to apologize and donate $10,000 to charity. Um, I remember. Which is I was, uh, I was uh, one of the most that. insane things I've ever seen uh, happen. Uh, of a fan base attempting to uh, hold hostage uh, their listeners. Cohen um, got no grief, and they got so much nope. shit for that. And it's even like he, mutuals of ours that like we're doing this. Like, ugh. yep, it's it was really something. Now look, it was during the pandemic. I'll cut yes. some people some slack. Yes, absolutely. And a little bit of the 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 uh, 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 Corona kookiness. Uh, going on, the COVID kookies. Um, we've mm-hmm. all been there. I mean, it happens. Um, we've, oh, absolutely. But um, the what stood out to me in the um, in in this the best was the video uh, thumbnail. Uh, those yeah. were very funny, uh, and they were close enough to being about what you seem like you're actually talking about in that clip. That uh, was there. They weren't the you know. I've seen more. Excuse me. I've seen more deceptive thumbnails on real YouTube <laughs> videos. I'll put it that way. Um. Uh, a quick question. Um. So, uh, do you guys? Uh, does this Riverside FM uh, software, I see you've moved on, you were using uh, this gentleman named Craig on Discord was recording all of your podcasts. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, I, I see you've moved on. Now, this doesn't capture the video, does it? It does capture the video, though. It does. It's not. It, it's typically a little better than uh, uh, what you see the previews. Typically, it's better than what it previews, is what I'm trying to say. Okay. Um, cause I do think that like the big thing in podcasts these days is video, uh, video first podcasting, getting that mm. video on the YouTube okay. video of the whole Ooh. thing, okay, we can long do that. form, and then video in a separate clips channel. I'm going to mm-hmm. talk to you a little bit about Mr. Joe Rogan. He pioneered this, he pioneered three things in podcasting that I believe led to all of his success one having a separate channel for full episodes and then a second channel for clips that's number one two pretending 
through silence that those are not run by him. <laughs> those were like fake fan channels, but he owns them. He definitely owns them. Uh, they stopped. They completely changed what they post when he went to Spotify and they're able to release the Spotify clips before the episodes come out on Spotify. They're his <laughs> channels, um, but they aren't like, they don't have check marks. They don't have like official stuff. They post as though it's just up on YouTube. Uh, but there's two separate channels for a very smart reason, which is YouTube sends your recommendations to people based on when you upload and how much you upload, they send a maximum number of three uh, push notifications uh, per day um, mm -hmm. to anyone. And um, they send those push notifications based on how much and how you engage with the content on the channel. And different types of viewers watch a full podcast versus watch the clips. Mm -hmm. And so if you put them both on one channel, what happens is YouTube's algorithm says no one really likes this channel a lot because every every four videos, let's say you post three clips for every video, that's a full thing. The yeah. dumb computer says people don't watch all these videos. Every four videos they're skipping or every three videos they're skipping because it can't understand yeah. that that's two different sets of people. It's too stupid. The clip watchers and the full episode watchers. Two different segments. You want to segregate those on so separate So we got to make a separate oh. channel for our clips. Okay. You got to have uncle to uncle clips and you got uncle yeah. to uncle the, the full, full episodes. episodes that those are separate okay. channels. And okay. that, will, that will better prime the algorithm to those. And because what you want the clips to do is to get pushed by the algorithm into people's feed. People who have not watched your show. Yeah. To get the clips, see the clips, discover the show through the clips. No one discovers a show through a full two-hour video. No, the people no. watching your two-hour videos are the people who already know about your show and want to watch are the creeps. video. Yeah. So that's why you separate those. That's why you segregate mm. that. So you're going to have two YouTube channels. So that's, one of, that's his first podcasting innovation that you'll mm. see some other people do. And sometimes it's people who are Rogan adjacent. And I wonder if him or... Uh, is that guy Jamie? Is that his guy who he should pay more yeah. money, who really is the brains he, behind it? I wonder he if he pulls, pulls the these guys aside and is like, here's the secret, two channel. <laughs> uh, I've never seen anybody talk about this, by the way. I, this is my own personal analysis of this, this situation. Is, this is, very this is legitimate big money here. I mean, yeah. I mean, this is millionaire mindset. Um, I feel like that could fit all on one over one text. Can we get all that text and put it on Cillian Murphy? And uh, that band Number is right two. out there. Okay. Have guests on your show who have their own following that does not overlap with yours at all. Okay. Hmm. Okay. We know a few, people, unfortunately. People think, oh, so I'm trying to grow my podcast. What I should do is I should have on guests that are adjacent to the things I like and the things I talk about and the things my fans already yeah. enjoy. So, for example, in the mind of uh, someone thinking about this, maybe maybe Franklin, maybe Howard, I'm not going to put this on one of you, you might say, let's have a wrestler on. 
That would be a great guest. Mm-hmm. That's not as good of a guest as someone who has nothing to do with wrestling, who's completely outside of the world of wrestling, who has nothing to do with your show at all, because what you can attract with that person is someone who would have never listened to you, mm. never found you otherwise, except for that guest. And so that's a free listener. That's a new listener you wouldn't have found through your other efforts. And so this is why Joe Rogan started having on like scientists and fucking and that uh, bald guy Bernie. Oh, yeah. And like uh, you know, uh, Atlantis conspiracy theorists and all of these crazy people who have these like fifty thousand followers on YouTube, a hundred thousand followers on YouTube, and you say, well, why? What, what they don't even have that many followers what's the deal yeah why all these random things it's because if you can grab a thousand people here a thousand people there a thousand people there then that's ten thousand people that were not, not into ufc they were not into stand-up comedy they were not going to listen to the joe rogan podcast but now they liked it so much they're hooked on it because they got in through an unexpected route so when you're well, thinking about who, booking guests yeah Think about, and this is the other thing, those people, people aren't asking them to do things. So literally just Mm. go on YouTube, start finding like random YouTube channels and just start booking people from them. Like YouTube channels with like between like 50,000 and 500,000 viewers, like subscribers. Mike Zero. Mike Zero. Get him. You think I'm joking? Get him on there. I think we I, can get Mike. I mean, I would love to get Mike Zero. <laughs> I think that. I think that, and be straight with these people. Let them have a good interview. It's not a yeah. joke. You're not making fun yeah. of them. You're bringing no. them on. You're talking no. wars with Mike Zero. I love Star Wars, and I and I love I love everything he posts about Brie Larson every eight hours. <laughs> but like all seriously, all of your favorite random yeah. weird YouTube channels, we all watch a bunch of random weird YouTube channels. Oh yeah, start reaching out to these people. Yeah, uh, man, this is this is. I can help sense. you with outreach, but that's the kind of guests you want to book is people who like aren't obviously guests for you are like without sounding insulting, low profile enough that they're gettable. Yeah. Uh, but are going to bring in a handful of people when they listen. So you have Mike Zero on, you're going to get easily Patriots. 10 <laughs> new listeners to Uncle to Uncle that will be lifetime listeners Yeah, that will have never, Ooh. ever Ooh. listened if it weren't for this. That's they're going to sign I'm up like. for Patreon. They're going to buy a t-shirt. They're going to tell their friends. Ooh. They're going to start posting. And That's these are people who... They've never, uh, they've never heard of Paul F. Tompkins. They're not going to be mad at you about socialism. Yeah, <laughs> they're Mike Zero heads. Okay. Yeah. Um, oh man. So I'm feeling this. Yeah. Uh, so all right. I'm gonna say. Well, man, uh, we oh, we uh, we're approaching the one hour mark, uh, Van here. What's the key advice? What do you guys usually do? Like a, like an hour long? Is that how long you guys do? We go an hour, but sometimes we go TV time re- remaining. We go a little over. We're not afraid to flip the script here. 
I think that's good. There's nothing worse than too long podcasts. You get no bonus no. points for a long podcast. Uh, it doesn't right. help you at all. Unless it's I have really two. long, right? <laughs> yeah. Nope, once nope, had, nope, nope, nope. Once you hit about two, that's um, a lot of content. No, 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 no. <laughs> so, uh, quick questions. What category are you guys in? What podcast uh, category? Oh, uh, you know, um, audio. Audio, yeah, <laughs> audio and comedy. Unfortunately, here. Uh, um, yeah, so maybe like arts. I think you guys need to pick a a, a better category. Oh. Uh, comedy is uh, yeah, no saturated. Comedy is is uh, simultaneously vague and competitive. How about agriculture? Um, <laughs> maybe. Uh, it's all about the charts, baby. You got to find a low-hanging category. Like okay. this is uh, this is what Lil Nas X did. This is why he became the huge star that he is. Is he put out that country song, right? Yeah. yeah. First guy to ever do country. But country, I don't know if you guys realize this. It has not been doing well. Sales mm. have been down on country. Okay. So to chart with a country song wasn't that hard hip-hop mm. the number one genre to chart with that you have to do way better numbers way more consistently hmm. and so he was able to do put out a country song and we're putting aside the controversy later that people tried to claim that wasn't a country song which it straight up was a country song but yeah putting that aside he was able to game the system by charting in a less competitive category but that is treated as a category. And so, so agriculture. you guys got to find a, 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 a yeah. less competitive podcast category uh, to list yourselves in so that you can start charting and getting recommended to people. Okay. Uh, okay. Now it needs to make I think, some I sense. I, I think what Van's trying to say is we need to be good patriots. Yeah. Well, no, because uh, there's a lot of Patriot podcasts oh, out there. Is there is, there's right-wing stuff, too. Mm. Yeah. Now, you guys do broadcast from hedonism. Travel yeah, could yeah. be an area. Mm. Travel? Ooh, yeah, we we actually follow topless travel on Inst- Instagram. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. We can get um, that guy on. You, you guys have a lot of uncle-ness. Uh, uh, so there's, like, a, probably some sort of, like, uh, you know, I don't know where, like, family, where mommy bloggers podcast, wherever that is. You guys are oh, uncle yeah. bloggers, uncle pods, yeah. potters. Yeah. Um, so that's something to consider is find a new category. Um and you can pick comedy as your second category, and it'll show up on there, but it won't be what you get listed under. Yeah. Okay. Um, but being listed under comedy is doing you no favors because you guys have never no. cracked the top 200. So it does not matter that that is what you have well, what, what, what about well, the top 300? <laughs> I am relatively certain you haven't okay. cracked the top well, the three, 300. But the 300 were there. Yeah. Yes, the three. Uh, we uh, we don't know. We don't know. You could be two two oh one, and but we don't oh know. We just God. know you haven't hit. We just don't know. You know okay. you haven't cracked it. All right. Um, well. and, but so getting that number two hundred slot in uh, a obscure category that is going to push you to um, probably half a million people's smartphones. Whoa! Uh, nice. You're going to start popping up on their list of recommendations. Real low, mind you. But right now you're not on it. Okay. Um, so then uh-huh. my last thing, and this is something for you guys to just think about, is, you know, I think that um, I love the name of the show. Yeah. 
<laughs> no changes there. I do think uh, you, you need to lean into in your intro uh, your uncleness more. Um, oh, okay. Your uncle vibes um, that, you know, an uncle is someone who is not a dad. Uh, <laughs> Damn right, bro. And I think that's important. <laughs> and I think that's important. Ain't, and I, ain't I think gonna be uh, happening anytime soon. Let me tell you. But I think that's important to uh, to clarify. Uh, but an uncle is also someone who's kid friendly. An uncle loves kids. Mm. He's not some child hating, uh, you know, mm. um, Scrooge. Mm. You're right. Um, <laughs> no, he's right. We got to yeah. be in small more... doses. So we're for the children uh, so, uh, a little bit more. That's well, gonna not get in some a, like, careful. That's going to get you some of the wrong kinds of fans. <laughs> but, um, but just like uh, lean into the, uh, to the, uh, the, the sort of childless men in their thirties uh, yeah. of it all. And, 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 and kind of say that, uh, but yeah. just uh, because I think that is, uh, and, and I think that like, you know, in so many ways, you guys say you're an uncle to each other, but you're an uncle to the audience as well. And I think you should That's should beautiful. should should welcome uh, your 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 audience that way and say we're here to be an uncle to you as well. Uh, oh, yeah, we are I love in, in that. a sense. Yeah, yeah, we are everybody's uncle, you know. Yeah, and I think I know what also you're saying. More bikini kind of stuff, right? More bikini oriented. Kind of, I think that's what Van has yeah. really been yeah. trying to get the essence of all this. Uncles, that's what you hear first from your dad or your uncle. That's right. You get yeah. the Playboy who gives you the who yeah. gives you the bikini model. All who right. gives you the bikini model poster for your birthday? Your dad or your uncle? Your so, uncle. Your yeah. uncle. We gotta get some like bikinis. Agriculture. And when you're and when you're looking to get Bingo. when you're looking to get a Patreon subscriber or a supporter, you yeah. say this is your opportunity. To uncle us, you can be uh, our uncle. Oh, that's beautiful. That's very nice. Yeah. yeah. So, so I would say lean into the name, lean into the uncling relationship. Yeah. Uncle to uncle is not just I the two this. of you; it's you and the audience. Um, and then otherwise, I would say keep doing what you're doing. And then uh, I've got a piece of software that uh, I want to send you guys that I think is going to help you just amp up your audio Ooh. quality a little bit more and make editing a little faster. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, I like that. Oh my gosh, um, that's that's all I got, guys. That's that's it. Um, so other uh, than that, we're perfect. Other than that, you're perfect. And uh, oh, I read this great article about how uh, all the top podcasts uh, just all have fake views from mobile game ads. So we're gonna do that too. Oh, perfect. <laughs> all right, guys. Eli Hodap, get at us for the free games there. So we'll just attach a link here. Uh, that's this, beautiful. This, the soundboard is broken because of the inactivity, so that's oh, on wait, me. Hang, maybe I can do it here. No, let's, you can't let, either. It's broken. Me, well, when it goes inactive for long, it's broken. But oh. I'll include the Stephen A. drop at the end. Everybody, thank you so much for listening. And remember, right. I called your show. Ha! So guess what? Goodbye. In 2019. A now-deceased philosopher named Bugmane hypothesized that we were living in a simulation. The uncles now perform research to prove that that is true. 
Welcome to the only show that takes place from a king-size bed where we investigate everything from Mariska Hargitay to the mighty Abin Sur, portrayed by Tamora Morrison in 2010's The Green Lantern. This is Uncle to Uncle. We dare to ask and research the most important things on the World Wide Web.